This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless the holy name. We worship you, we glorify you. Once more, we commend this service unto the mighty hand. Father, come and have your way. Let our bring forth revelation knowledge. Bring for great deliverance. Renew us to be who you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. Message is titled, Spiritual Rebirth Part 2. We're taking a message from the book of John chapter 3, verses 3 to 5. And the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. So I'll read from the book of John, chapter 3 to 7. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. If there is no spiritual rebirth, if a man is not born again in the Lord, Eternity in heaven will be far for such person. And I pray eternity in heaven will never be far from you in Jesus' name. Amen. For Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? He was talking about physical rebirth. Many people are still talking about physical rebirth. The Lord is talking about spiritual rebirth. Some people mock children of God. They say, this I say is born again. He will soon die again. Mock children of God? Because they don't understand what spiritual rebate is all about. Nicodemus said, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of what? Water. Born of what? What does water do? You must be cleansed by water, divine water. Posh, cleansed, made clean. Out of your belly shall flow what? In and out. In and out. Not physical cleansing. Internal and in- external. That water must come forth from your belly. Must flow from your mind. Must flow from your heart. Must come forth from your belly. That cleansing, that water. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with what? And he went about and do what? That were oppressed of the for who? When he was baptized, as he was coming forth from the water, the dove came. The Holy Spirit. And God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am what? Well, born of the water. The dove, born of the spirits. Must be refilled with the spiritual water of God. Must be refilled with his Holy Spirit. What makes you to remain born again is the Holy Spirit of God. What makes you to stay born again is his water, the word. Jesus answered very, very, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water 
and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of god you can't if there is no spiritual rebirth in your life forget it eternity in heaven will be far for that person verse 6 that which is born of the flesh is what flesh vanity is what vanity flesh is vanity and that which is born of the spirit is what spirit because there is no relationship between light and what darkness there are two different things flesh different spirit is different ash to ash dust to dust why we go for burial ash to ash dust to dust the flesh of human being that which is born of flesh must be flesh that which is born of flesh goes back to the ash and of the spirit must be what spirit your flesh does not go to for judgment the spirit goes your flesh is earthly he wants the thing of the earth but god say if you go for the things of the earth you become carnal you die carnal you remain carnally minded it was to help if you are born of the spirit my spirit will teach you your spiritual things and at the end of the day you will overcome you prevail you will excel on earth and you will spend eternity in heaven where the right spirit is don't be born of the flesh otherwise you exist and starts and ends on this earth don't be born of the flesh otherwise you exist and starts and end of the flesh out to ash the next place home for people that dwell in flesh is hell but he that is born of the spirit overcomes the flesh prevails over the flesh exercises authority over the flesh complete the assignment god has asked him to do on this earth because he's a man of the spirit he's always ahead of the devil he's a man of the spirit he knows how to escape from the flesh he's a man of the spirit he knows how to overcome the flesh he's a man of the spirit he finishes his assignment on this earth and then goes back to continue enjoyment with eternity in heaven he that is born of the flesh is flesh and he that is born of the spirit is spirit marvel not that i say unto thee you must be born again you must be born again the ingredients of being born again Ephesians chapter 4 we are born of flesh cannot remain in the flesh born of adamic nature you cannot continue to remain that adamic nature you are born and called to begin to work in accordance with God's will and purpose for your life Ephesians chapter 4 verse 17 this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind don't walk like what people the way they walk according to the vanity of their mind don't do things because people are doing it new fashion i have to wear that fashion because people are wearing it new headdress i need to wear it because people are wearing it even when it does not glorify the lord he said don't walk according to the vanity of the gentiles don't do because people are doing it in the vanity of their mind vanity upon vanity is what vanity 18 having the understanding darkened the understanding is darkened the understanding 
has been captured in the realm of darkness by the devil. Being alienated from the life of God. Alienation. Isolated. They are alienated. They are isolated. Alienated. They are excluded from the life of God. They have been captured by the kingdom of darkness. They are excluded from the life of God. They become strangers to the life of commonwealth of God that he has given for his children. Life of the kingdom, they become strangers. How? Through the ignorance that is in them. Through their ignorance. Foolish pride. Through life of flesh. The Lord's ignorance means foolish pride. You claim you don't know, but you ought to know. In law, there is no ignorance in the law. There's no ignorance in the spiritual realm, too. You just choose not to know. The law causes foolish pride. Because of ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, their hearts have been blinded. That even when we tell them Jesus is coming, they say, Ah, they laugh at you. Even when you tell them be born again, they say, ah, Oh, you're already born again, you see that again. They make mockery of things of God. They are blinded. They are blinded because the only thing that matters to them is pounds and dollars and naira and kobo. They are back accounts. They are blinded because the only thing that matters to them is their private jets. The number of cars, the wealth they have, the empires they have, the estates, the foreign back account, they are blinded. They forget that if anything happens to them, not even one dollar one couple will follow them out of this earth. They are blinded. Limited to the scope of this world. It is better you are physically blind than to be spiritually blind. Spiritual blindness is life in hell. So many people who are physically blind are in heaven today. They were physically blind, but they live life of the spirit. They were physically blind, but they held on to the Lord. When many of them died, they met heaven. The worst kind of death is spiritual blindness. Because you might be physically okay. You might have your sight physically. So many people who have physical eyes, who sees very well, hear very well, are spiritually blind. Many of them will not make heaven because they are spiritually blind. It is not your money that will take you to heaven. It is not your empire. It is not your estate. It is not your wealth that will take you to heaven. No, 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 no. It is not. It is not. What will take you to heaven? Life by the spirits. Life by the spirits. Life of the spirits. 19. Who been past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk all uncleanness unto greedness. They have passed feelings, no emotion. Only filled with the cares of the world. Where they will eat this, where they enjoy this, where they have women, where they have men, where they will do this, where they acquire more money. They acquire more money. Cares of the world has taken over the life of people. He said, who been past feelings? They don't have feelings again. The only thing they talk about, my work, my money, my business, my family, enjoyment. 
Some pride will tell you how many girlfriends they have. How many men under their rule and call. That is their achievement in life. When there is one shaking, you don't hear them shout my private jet. You don't hear them shout my dollar. You hear Jesus. Is that what they preach Jesus? Whatever thing a man says, I shall do what? Real. If you don't sow unto Jesus, when you call him, you will find out that Jesus can be deaf. You will shout from money tonight. You won't see him. You will be hearing the voice of goats and not the voice of sheep. I pray there will never be any good spirit in our midst in Jesus' name. Amen. Because good spirits are people, even if you somersault and drive fasting for 40 days, the Lord won't even know that somebody is praying or calling upon his name. My sheep hear my voice. And they follow me. You may they raise their hand. Oh, my father, the next thing the anointing will come. My son, you called me. 20. He said, But you have not so learned Christ. They have not learned this Christ. They don't know about him. 21. It should be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That you put up concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. If you have been taught, if you have learned about this Jesus, it is time to put off that old man. It is time to put off that flesh. It is time to put off that life of carnality. Embedded in deceitful lusts. Old man is called life of corruption. Old man is called the Adamic nature that is reprobate, that is stubborn, that is rebellion to the things of God. The old man does not allow one to walk in agreement with the Spirit of God. If you have received this Christ, he said, It is time to throw away this old man. Time to throw away this old man. Verse 23 said, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This is the engine room of conversion. The old man is converted to the new man by renewal of the mind. That is the engine room. The gear. Where you move to the next level on your journey in life. Verse 23 is where you move to the next level. The realm of conversion. The engine room of conversion. The new man. From the old man to the new man. So you see from verse 17 to 22, we are talking about the old man. Then from 23, we have a change of button. And then from 24, it begins to talk about the new man now. And that you put on the new what? Man. Which after God is created in righteousness and what? True holiness. He said, wherefore, putting away a lying spirit, every man truth with his neighbor. We are members one of another. Spirit of lying must go. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and what? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? Said. Must always stand for the truth. Must always stand for what? The truth. What's our spirit of lying? If the new old man dwells in lying. The new man talks about truth. 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your rocks. Don't sleep in anger. Don't go to bed angry. 
Anything you need to sort out, sort it out. Don't carry unbelief. Don't go to bed with unforgiveness. Don't go to bed with bitterness. Don't go to bed with hatred. Don't go to bed with vengeful spirits. Tomorrow you see what I will do to you. Don't go to bed with anger. Let the sun not go down with your anger means don't sleep with anger. Don't sleep with those things. Why? What if you don't wake up the following morning? The devil has deceived you unto hell. You have lived a righteous life until that day you said that thing. Equal to hell. Eternity in hell. Spiritual rebirth talks about emptying yourself of all carnalities. Everything must go. Everything must go. You must be as the light of God. No matter how hot the sun is, if you put a bottle of water in a transparent bottle and put it outside from morning to night, no matter how hot the atmosphere might be, that water will never change color. Hello? You must not change color as a child of God. Your yes must be your what? Yes. Your no must be your no. Don't go and carry the luggage of the devil and the person does not wake up. You can't make eternity in heaven. You cannot carry the luggage of the devil and enter the kingdom of God. I pray that will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. 27. Neither give place to the devil. That's what he's saying. Don't give room for the devil to enter. 28. Let him that stole steal no more. But rather let him labor. Walking with his hands. The thing which is good. That he may have to give. To him that needed. Why are you stealing? Somebody will labor. You go and steal. People will labor. They enter bus. You say one church. You carry them and collect all the things there. Do you know the cause? That will come upon the person. Some will keep labor. Work hard. Get something. Some will from nowhere. Come and carry See if your fellow human being, you begin to look at, ah, this man will bring her money for me. This lady will bring her money. What? You want to kidnap? For ransom? You want to kidnap for ritual? What shall it profit a man? He shall gain the whole world and lose his soul in him. Our eyes must be unto eternity in heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of a divine that he may minister grace unto the hearers. Evil communication does what? Corrupt good manners. Abstain from evil communication. Corrupt communication. 30. What does corrupt communication do? What does it do? And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed with the day of redemption. It grieves because the Spirit of God is in you. I mean to speak those gutter languages. You grieve the Spirit of God in you. 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Bitterness should go. Wrath should go. Anger, clamor. Everything works of flesh should go. 32. And be you kind one to another. Tender hearted. Kindness is mandatory. If you love me, keep my word. Commandment. Be tender hearted. Good heart. Love. For your fellow human beings. Forgiving one another. Forgiveness. Even as God, for Christ's sake, had forgiven you. So we see that the Holy Spirit has been so gracious in opening up the scriptures for us today.
renew our minds. And the word that we had in part one of this spiritual rebirth will move us to a wonderful level. Today we are blessed that the same Holy Spirit will bless us through his word in this part two in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us look at certain facts about spiritual rebirth. Number one. Spiritual rebirth entails the killing of the old man. It has to do with the killing of the old man. Who is the old man? Flesh. It has to do with the revival or inheritance of the new man. Who is the new man? The spirit of God in our lives. If you don't kill the old man, the old man will kill you. The greatest battle on this earth is fought over the soul of man. It's a battle between flesh trying to dominate the spirit of God that is supposed to empower and enable you to prevail on this earth. If you allow that flesh, the old man, to prevail over your life, it means eternity in hell. I pray that will never be a portion in Jesus' name. It is quite obvious from what we read in the book of Ephesians from verse 17 downwards that when one fails to kill the old man in order to be spiritually reborn, the old man will kill that person. Spiritual rebirth is a matter of choice. A matter of choice which only you will decide. Nobody will take that decision for you. A choice that only you will make. A decision that only you will take. Why is this so? It's because separation between the old man and the new man is a spiritual affair. Spiritual affair anchored on the heart or mind of man. It's a spiritual affair that originates, ends in the mind of man. The separation from the old man to the new man starts and ends in the heart. The same altar the prophets of God used to call upon their God and their God did not answer them. Was the same altar Elijah used to call upon his God and his God did what? Answered him by fire. What was the difference? The first people that called upon their God called on that flesh. Tamahoroko. What is flesh is what? Flesh. Must end the flesh. Second altar was raised through the spirit of the power of God. And that God that answered by fire, answered by fire. He did. He answered by fire. He called upon the God, the owner of heaven and earth. He called upon the God that rules over even the flesh. And that God answered him by fire. The separation between the old man and the new man is still in this mind. Prophet Elijah to activate the power of God. What did he do? He had to cleanse up that altar. How to do what? Cleanse up that altar and rebuild the foundation of that altar. And then the fire came. Our mind needs to be rebuilt. Our minds need to be cleansed up just the way Prophet Elijah did. And this same mind that have been captured by the flesh will be converted to the new man in Christ. And that God that answered by fire will answer somebody today in Jesus' name. Amen. Number two. The decision of remaining in the value of the old man, which is flesh, is anchored on the mind, 
just the same way that the spirit of transformation from the old man to the new man is equally anchored on the mind. Proverbs 4 23 says, Keep the heart with all what? Diligence. For out of it are what? The issues of life. That means it is entirely a mind affair. Entirely a mind affair which you are the key player. It's your mind. You will decide whether to remain in the valley of the old man or to be converted through divine conversion unto a new man. The battle over the soul of man is fought in the mind. When one decides to continue living the life of flesh, he or she is still dwelling in the old man. Souls dwelling in the realm of the old man are souls captured and controlled by the devil. And the ultimate end time journey of such souls is hell. When there is a departure or transformation from the old man to the new man, that soul inherits what we call spiritual rebirth. Such souls inherit Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and acquire the right of spending eternity in heaven. By reason of the positive decisions we will take today, the Holy Spirit will enable us to acquire our rights to eternity in heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. What is spiritual rebirth? Spiritual rebirth means the outpouring of God's power upon our lives through the Holy Spirit to break limitations, outpouring of God's power upon our lives through the Holy Spirit to break foundational strongholds through the Holy Spirit to break foundational sins through the Holy Spirit to break ancestral and generational causes through the Holy Spirit to break strongholds and bondages and the outpouring ordained to set you and I free from the captivity of foundational powers. We read how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went about doing good and hindrance that were oppressed of the devil. Why? For God was. We look at Acts chapter 2. I read from verse 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly so there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues. And the Spirit gave them all trials. The equivalent of Acts chapter 10 verse 38 is Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4. For you. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 was reproduced for you and I in Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power when he came out from being baptized. For us to go to own, he said, that shall be endured with power after the Holy Ghost has come up so that you can be witnesses to me all over the world, in Judea, in Samaria, at the uttermost part of the world. When did that anointing come upon us? Acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. That's where God released his own anointing upon you and I. Just the way Jesus came out from being baptized in the water that was coming about, he released. This is my blessing when I'm well placed. The Holy Spirit came upon him and he was anointed. That's what that Acts chapter 10. 
Acts chapter 2 is our own anointing. Where the Lord released that in upon human beings. You and I. Prophesy, prophesy, say, it shall come to pass on that day. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. That is this anointing. Acts chapter 2, 1 to 4. Isaiah chapter 10. It shall come to pass when the Lord will release it. We'll begin to walk in that power. He said again, the book of Jewel. He said, shall come to pass on the upon my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. All men shall dream dream. Your men shall see vision. Even upon the handmaids, I will release my spirit upon them. That is Acts chapter 2 verse 1. He released that impartation upon human beings to begin to function like father, like son. I pray his prayer will be permanent upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. The anointing of new birth is ordained to empower and reposition children of God. It's ordained to empower and reposition us spiritually. Anointing of new birth is ordained to empower and reposition us physically, ministry-wise. It's an all-round empowerment for you and I to rise up and shine and fulfill God's purpose for us on this earth. When we talk about rebirth, some people don't even attack what spiritual rebirth is all about. It's an empowerment for us to rise up and shine. Like Isaiah said in 60, arise and shine. Prophet Isaiah was prophesying what will happen, how will arise and shine through this anointing of new births. I want you to understand there is no way that one can fulfill God's purpose for us on earth without a spiritual rebirth. And I prophesy that this spiritual rebirth service will equip us to serve the Lord in spirit and truth in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter 4 verse 24 declares, But there were comet, and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and what? For the Father seeketh such. Say those that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and truth. For one to serve God in spirit and truth, there must be a spiritual conversion from the old man to the new man. For you to worship God in spirit and in truth, there must be a spiritual conversion from the old man to the new man. For you to worship God in spirit and truth, there must be a spiritual conversion from the old man to the new man. And for this conversion to take place, our spiritual mind must be renewed. Our spiritual mind must be what? Renewed. If your spiritual mind is not renewed, there will never be any conversion from old man to new man. Number one step to that renewal. Renewal by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Number one step. Is the renewal by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Being born again, not of what? Corruptible seed, but of being correctable by the word of God, which liveth and abideth in you and I forever. The word of God must live and abide in you. That's why you see the Lord say, abide in me. First step. Second step is our willingness to emulate Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in spirit and in truth. Our willingness to emulate Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior in spirit and in truth. Many people are churchgoers. They are church members. My church has membership of one million people. How many Christians? Zero Christians. God is not interested in membership. He's interested in Christians. In his kingdom. Christ. Christian. Little anointed ones. He's not interested in having five million members. 
And how many Christians? 50 Christians, no? Who are the Christians? Who are the members? The Christians are those who emulate Jesus Christ as their role model and follow him in spirit and in truth. The members are those who claim to be Christians, but they are still dwelling, wearing the garment of the old man. Those who serve God in spirit and truth are the children of God, Christians, that are wearing the garment of the new man. And I pray you be amongst them in Jesus' name. Amen. This conversion entitles us to put on the spiritual garments of the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and in true holiness. Same conversion entitles us to put on the new garment of the new man, in order to dwell in the fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the spirit. We have the foundation of love. Foundation of joy. Foundation of peace. Foundation of long suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Faith. Dwelling in humility. In temperance. He said against us there is no law. No power can stop you from making heaven. There is no law. Can, can stop you from making eternity in heaven. Once you are converted. And you stay focused and dwell in this fruit of the Spirit. This conversion entitles us to put on the new man. Put on the new man pattern according to the detects of God the Father. Put on the new man pattern according to the detects of God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. I profess that by reason of this service, this new garment of spiritual rebirth upon us shall be permanent in Jesus' name. Shall be permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. By your heads. We have had the message this morning. It's time to settle the score. Spiritual rebates. It's time to settle the score. The message that have gone for this morning is like a mirror. For us to search at ourselves. Examine ourselves properly. Internally and externally. For the word of God declared in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. How much... Much at the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, put your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. It's a mirror that calls for purging of our conscience. A mirror that calls for every dead works to be blotted out of our lives. Begin to talk to the Lord that by reason of this message today, Father, I repent of my sins. Let our blood purge me. Whatever that is giving the old man access to hold my life in bondage, not to serve in spirit and truth, I ask for your blood to dismantle that stronghold. I want to put you front, in front of my life and destiny. I want to make room for only you and I. I'm tired of the life I've been living. Today I want you to know that you are the only thing that matters in my life. I want to make room for you and I. Only for you and I. No other person. Whatever the devil has been offering me, they can take it and go, Lord. I don't want anything from the devil or from the world. I don't want anything from flesh. This morning, Father, help me to overcome. Purge our conscience. Purge our mind from every dead works. And for as many that have not given their life to Christ, as many that under the sound of my voice, this is a wonderful time for you to 
Make room for this God and for yourself. By accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Allow him to stand in front of your destiny. By asking for repentance. For rejecting him all this while. For not accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Tell him to come and take over your life. We're coming back into your life. Tell him to come and be the Lord. And save over your heart, over your life, over your destiny. Ask his blood to purge you no matter how, how dirty those things are. His blood is well able and mighty to cleanse your such sins. Refuse to allow the devil to continue to cheat you by holding you in bondage. Father, as many that under the sound of my voice, they are asking for you to come back into their lives. Father, let your mercy prevail. Let your mercy prevail, Lord. From me to the least. To everyone in this congregation, everyone on the sound of my voice, we need your mercy. We need your grace. Let this message bring for revival, renewal in our lives. Let the old man go. Shove that evil garment of the old man so that only you will be seen in our lives. Only you will be heard. Just you and I, all the way. Just you and I, all the way. Just you and I. All the way. So that your name will be glorified in our lives. In our families, only you will be glorified. In our business. In our marriages. In our going and in our coming in. Only you will be glorified, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We worship you. We glorify you. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 70 May God richly bless you.